Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, before you go too far, I need all of you to move. I know it's the riskiest thing a pastor could ever do is ask people to get up out of their seats and move. But I need you to go to one of the chairs on the sides. So go. <laughs> we need you to go to a chair over here on the side, Pershing. You don't mind very good? <laughs> we'll get after you with a stick. Yes, please. Go with Bob. Bob will take good care of you. Thank you, dear. There are a few more over here if you need room. <laughs> you need them over there, don't you? <laughs> You've got quite the glare from the sun and the snow. All right, I know. I've asked a lot of you this morning. Change does not come easily. None of us likes change. How many of you love change? Yes? Gretchen, of course she does. Liz does, KD. A few of us like change. Al likes change. Look at that. Nobody on this other side, they'll raise their hand. All the change people are over here. <laughs> you know why, though? I think it's because these poor folks over here are glaring into the sun. Um, no, change is really a difficult thing for almost all of us. And it doesn't even matter if it's a good change. You know, um, a lot of us choose to get married, and we get excited about getting married, but it's a difficult thing to go through. We, we get excited about job changes or retirement or, or having babies, but all those things are difficult to go through. This morning, our lessons are absolutely everything to do with change. Both stories, both our Old Testament story of, of Elijah and Elisha, Elisha was having a lot of trouble with change. Elijah kept telling Elisha, stay here, stay here, stay here. And Elijah was like, no, I'm going to go with you wherever you go. And so Elisha had real trouble with Elijah saying, stay put. There's something different for you to have to do. Peter had the same kind of problem. They all climbed to this mountaintop. And Peter likes what he sees. Elijah and Moses are there with Jesus. Jesus is transfigured. And Peter gets so excited about what he sees. He just wants to stay there. And he wants things just to stay exactly as they are. And so he wants to build these tents, these dwelling places. Do you know at the Missouri Synod Lutheran Seminaries, at the Missouri Synod Lutheran Seminaries, there is a statue of Martin Luther outside each of those seminaries. But the Martin Luther outside of those seminaries faces the seminary with, as us ELCA pastors say, with his back on the world. And at ELCA seminaries, there's a Martin Luther statue out in front where Luther is facing the world. We don't complete the rest of what the Missouri Synod people say, which is, and he's turned his back on the seminaries. <laughs> but Luther is out facing the world, and that's truly part of our calling and our understanding is that, that Luther calls us and challenges us each as ministers and agents of God to be focused on the world and looking out. 
I've marveled since I've been your pastor here at these beautiful windows. And I want you to look out them today, regardless of how blinding that sun is on this side. I want you to look out the windows, and I want you to tell me what it is you see out them. Snow. It is February after all, isn't it? Snow. What else do you see? Blue sky. Houses. <laughs> Poor Bobby's blinded by the lights. What else do you see? Apartments. What else? Trees. Anything else? The church building. Cars. The creek. Absolutely, John. Anything else that you see? Shadow of the cross. Really? Now they're all leaning over on this other side looking <laughs> for the shadow of the cross. You guys are hysterical from the back. <laughs> all moving around. What else do you see out there? Offices. Yeah, KD. Oh, Trees in transition. They're trying to figure out how to bloom or, or not bloom yet. Anything else that you see? Truck. Connor sees birds. Wonderful. Look at all these things that you see. Oh, look over here. What's going on in our parking lot? There's people coming late to church or early, whatever the case may be, early to breakfast. <laughs> we got all kinds of activity. You know, there are so many things that I really want you to look. You all mentioned that there are, are buildings and offices, apartments, houses, people driving in and out. Look at your, your neighbors and, and your brothers and sisters who live in these places. The people that have, have driven up and down Jersey Ridge, although it's amazingly quiet right now. Um, I was sure that there would be much more traffic on Sunday morning. Often there is. But I want you to think about these people. Where are they? What are their needs? How is it that we might look out to them and minister to them? You know, change doesn't come easy, but it is exactly what we are called to do and to be. We are called to be change agents for God. There is absolutely nothing in Scripture, absolutely nothing in Scripture that talks about status quo, survival mode, navel-gazing, or everything and anything that I want that makes me feel good. It's just not there, people. We are called to live for the other, to be a witness, to be that, that agent of change to, to those who are in our midst and in our neighborhood. Now I want you to look at your, your hands and your feet. These people on this side are thrilled. Please let me look away from this window. I want you to look at your hands and your feet. And I want you to look at your neighbors, the person sitting next to you. I want you to look at their faces. And I want you to really look in their eyes. Okay, not the stupid giggling stuff. <laughs> you know, as those disciples were coming down that mountain that day, I believe as they were walking down, they looked at their hands and their feet 
And they were beginning to understand what it meant to be transfigured, what it meant that now they were going to have to take on and be this change agent for the world, to be the light of Jesus Christ to everyone they met. As you look at your neighbor's face, as you look at your hands and your feet, I want you to see how you too have been transformed by the love and the light of Jesus Christ. And I want you to look out those windows one more time. Because as bright as it is today, it is nothing in comparison to a world that might know the light of Jesus Christ. That's who we're called to be. Amen.